Q-Satellite. Transmitting. Broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. From Coast FM HQ in Gosford. Across Australia and around the world. Home to the world's biggest stars. Stars. Hey, what's up? It's Trevor Daniel, and I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Hey, I'm Sam Fisher. Hey, I'm Mabel. Hey, this is Brando, and I'm hanging out with Brandon Atkins. Hey, guys, it's Tate McRae here. What up, you guys? It's Black Bear, and I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. I'm DeVal, and I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. And the hottest hits at night. This is the On Air with Brendan Atkins show. Emergency alert. Please stand by. Right about now, we're ready to count it down. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. Live on air. On air. Now. Hey everyone, happy Friday. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Sorry, someone was just showing me an Insta page full of like loaded brownies, loaded cookies and look, not going to lie, my mouth is starting to water just a little bit just by looking at this. It's called, uh, it's called Bryan Street Bakery based in Newcastle in New South Wales. If you live around Newcastle, I am like really envious of you because... I, I want some of these stuff right now. I, I wish I could just abandon the show and just, I don't know, plow my face into these brownies. Although I just had dinner, so it might might not work. Maybe, maybe, maybe a bit later. Um, thanks so much for hanging out. Got a monster show for you guys. Uh, look, Guy Sebastian, Australian icon. He's like, you know, we've known him for what feels like a million years. Uh, he's zooming in a little bit later, in about 15 minutes actually, to chat about his new song, Believer. Kiwi comedian Melanie Bracewell, she'll be phoning through to chat about the cheap seats. She's one of my fave comedians of all time, so I'm super stoked to chat with her. Uh, who else is on the show? Oh, dear friend Joel Corey. He's got new music out and... Jolian Pitch, so you know him as the guy that's reimagined dreams for 2021. He'll be zooming in uh, after 7.30, yeah? Okay, we'll do it after 7.30, uh, and he'll be chatting about how he's reimagined the song, and the track slaps hard. I-, I can't wait to go out to a nightclub and just and bounce to it. Um, I'm living for that day. In the meantime, though, let's get things started with the feed. We'll see what's trending on your socials next. Taking us there, Bieber, Kid Leroy, encouraging us to stay at home during a pandemic. So poignant. I love it. This is Stay here at On Air with Brandon Atkins. Marshmallow and Joe Bros here at On Air with Brandon Atkins. Friday night around Australia. Hope it's a great one for you. Joe Bros implementing COVID protocols for their gig in the States. Proof of vaccination or a negative test result required before their upcoming gig. Because Joe's got type 1 by diabetes, it's a surge in infections, they want to pl- play things safe. Wow. This is a sign of things to come here in Oz, perhaps. Anyways, let's see what's trending on your socials now. On Air with Brandon Atkins. 
People have been shocked to know that Australia's Paralympians don't get any money from the governing body for scoring a medal at the Tokyo Games. So the policy is very different to the Olympians where athletes who scored gold walk away with 20k, silver with 15k and then bronze gets $10,000. However, Paralympic athletes don't get anything and the revelation was made has made shockwaves around the country, you know, demanding that there should be equal pay and you know, I, I'm all for that. I mean, wow. Surely they should be getting paid something. All right, number two story. Uh, experts are warning that magpie swooping season could be worse this year because of the COVID restrictions. So while it's fantastic for helping prevent the spread of coronavirus, uh, masks can kind of get magpies a bit agitated, this study has found. The, the birds swoop during spring because it's breeding season, as we all know that, and they're always worried that the nest is under threat by, when someone walks by. But because magpies are so used to recognising our faces, masks are covering that. So they just think we're, you know, some random person they've never seen before and get all, you know, territorial. Wow. I mean, I mean, I, I hate spring. I had a, like, terrifying experience with a magpie back in 2004. I think it's, like, coming up to the 17th anniversary or something. And, uh, it, it, yeah, it still, still haunts me to this day. Um, original Game Boy titles may be appearing on the Nintendo Switch online service really soon, according to rumours. The source, as spotted by Nintendo Live, is the latest episode um, of a podcast where known insiders speculate that games from Nintendo's original Game Boy series, so this is like, what, 2002, 3, 4, and its successor, the Game Boy Color, will be joining the subscription service perhaps this month sometime. So that's something to keep your eyes out for. And they have their own ice cream and puppuccino, so it's only a matter of time before our best mates, yes, Woofums, get their own yogurt. So Chobana, which is a yogurt where... Like, it's really thick, but like you get, like, real fruit down on the bottom. So they've released a daily, a dally dollop, sorry, a creamy lactose-free dog yogurt specially designed for doggos and their sensitive little bellies. So, yeah, it's exclusive to Woolies, and they'll start rolling out next week on shelves. So keep an eye out for that one. We are about 20 minutes away from the power pick. Melanie Bracewell joining us soon as well. Guy Sebastian zooming into the show next. He is a national treasure of ours. We've known him for what feels like a million years. Guy Sebastian, he's got a brand new song out called Believer. And he's zooming into the show now. Hello, Guy, how are you? I'm very good. Just spilled my coffee, but I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a much needed coffee this morning. And, and you know, when you spill a bit and you're like, oh, it actually really saddens you. That's, mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. That's not problems. I right know now. the feeling. And you know what? Just looking at the coffee on Zoom here, it actually looks quite delicious. Uh, yeah, look it at that. It was good. I am a massive coffee snob, so I've pretty much got like a little cafe downstairs in the, in the kitchen. I've got like a full, <laughs> like proper commercial coffee machine and grinder, and I, I weigh the coffee and like, yeah, it's oh, a wow. whole thing. So it's a full-on operation, because my next question was going to be, do you have some, like, do you have an on-hand barista in your house? But no, you, you do it all yourself. I No, no, I am the barista here. I make coffees <laughs> for, for everyone when they come over, and Jules, you know, the, the, I'm, I'm the guy. You're the guy. Okay, I might have to hit you up for a yeah. coffee sometime and, you know, put you to the, put your barista skills to the test guy. Oh, gosh. I'm no, I can't do coffee art, though. I'm, uh, That's I've fine. Got, 
Yeah, I, I've, I've got I've got a deep dive on YouTube and do a little coffee art session of how to make you know little I don't know roses or whatever they do on top. Roses, leaf petal, bumblebee. I don't know what they do. I just I look at the That's coffee. I, I drink it. I, I I don't have time to appreciate the art. I'm like, look, just I'm thirsty. I need I need caffeine. Just this just yeah. in me. So I, I get especially if you. I mean, what I don't understand is when you get it in a takeaway cup and they do art, but then put a lid on top of it. It's, yeah, why bother? I think I I appreciate that because <laughs> it's art for them. It's That's art true. That they are appreciating, and and so yeah. Anyway, but we don't get to appreciate it. But uh, who knows? Maybe maybe it's just you know it's sort of like a spring in their step for them. Maybe maybe they get a kick. It's out like of it. when I make a song. It's like when I make a song and no one cares or plays it. It's the same thing. I made it from. I, I then, as as a as a coping mechanism, I tell myself, "Well, I made it for myself. It was an expression of, of my own that I needed to get out." <laughs> well, look, we're loving believer, and I want I want to touch base on it very shortly. But firstly, I just want to do a quick congrats to you. The voice is just going gangbusters at the moment, and I am I'm hooked on this season. And this is just this is brilliant, guy. Congrats on the success for this one. Yeah, and you know what? It only gets better because from this point on, they start getting all the full production, the band, and and all the creatives. And yeah, right. Um, you know, it was a pretty brutal cut. I know there was there was a lot of people yesterday that felt the cut was a really fast, brutal thing. But mm. you know what? Normally, there's battles and there's other things. We just thought it was time to really just get to the like to the business end mm. and uh, and. You, you you could probably tell it was pretty heartbreaking for us. It was very difficult yeah. as coaches to pitch and to to um, fight for an artist, and then to find out that we had to snip them so quickly. Um, uh, but you know what? It's it, for for those ones that have got through. You're about to see some incredible performances. I mean, the the finals are like ridiculous, and all the people that like viewers have fallen in love with all those ridiculous singers um they just deliver <laughs> so it's gonna it's gonna be a really it's gonna be a really good season it's it is a bit quicker you know that um the format's a little little bit quicker but we you know we have done a lot more blind auditions mm. which has been the payoff people love those auditions but i think also too it's important for a tv show like the voice to constantly reinvigorate and find different ways to keep audiences hooked you don't want to keep it you know be on a stale format you know year on year so you know even though the cut has been quite brutal it's made it mm. more interesting and i think for us more appreciative of you know these musical acts that you, you you're taking under your wing and you know it's just it's it's thrilling viewing. Well, we had to really believe in them you know to be able to be <laughs> able to snip so many artists that means that we really had to believe in the ones that we kept and um yeah and also you know it's just gone back to really being about the artists and and to, to being about creating tv which is representative of what music is music is the thing that lifts people you know it's mm. the thing that gets us through so much and and gives us so much happiness and and all the feels when we're going through stuff and i think people have had enough um negativity you know sort of literally fired their way for the last couple of years so I, yeah. i'm really proud to be part of something that's so positive and uplifting and loving and caring um and I genuinely just love who I worked with. We were so lucky. Like you can actually sense 
as you're watching, we just were sitting in there going, it was that little window that we had here in Sydney where we were actually able to gather and yeah. we had, it was the first live audience that they had here in Sydney was that uh, that voice audience. And so like, it, we just felt lucky. We were lucky to be there and lucky to be actually digesting music on a live stage. And, you know, <clears throat> you watch it, especially in Sydney, watching it, uh, even me just going up and hugging people and like holding their hands last night as, as I was delivering, you know, the, the cut and the, it, it, and my kids, like my kids were like, how, how come you're touching them? How come you're going up, <laughs> you know, like it, it's, it's, it's something that, that, you know, I think people need just as a reminder that, Hey, we are going to be out of this soon and we mm. are all going to be gathering again and, and, touching and hugging and all those sort of things that we love to do. Yeah, uh, you're right, though. And it's it's a battle that we've just got to go and get through. There's light at the end of the tunnel and, you know, we've just got to get mm. through it. But I tell you what, your new song, Believer, it is a song that is just so emotive, so powerful. And, you know, listening to it makes me... You know, it makes me feel like I can conquer anything at the moment. You know, like here, here, here on the Central Coast, week nine of lockdown at the moment. And I know obviously it's the same for a lot of places around the country, especially mm. Sydney. So talk to me about this song, Believer, because it is just, it's a masterpiece, Guy. Oh, that's very nice. I, I love a ballad. I love writing a ballad. And, and, and it's... um. It's a song that I wrote for Jules, for my wife, and, oh. and um, you know, we, we've gone through a lot of different ups and downs and had to adjust to life changing. And um, one of the things that we uh, had to go through, I guess, was obviously when my life changed and I had to move from Adelaide, I was very comfortable and very... <laughs> um, sheltered I guess I really was sheltered and Jules and I were together at that point and um, actually just before Idol we split up and oh. then got back together we were, we were kind of together but not together and then Idol happened and yeah. and she sort of was reserved to the fact that you know like oh, I've lost him he's gone now like we, we aren't officially together now he's moving a different state and um, and so we, we did actually have a break for a little while and then um we got back together, but when we when we did, we were doing long distance for a long time. I was yeah. going on tour for months, sometimes six to eight months. I'm overseas, I'm all over the place. So I would say to her, you deserve someone better, like someone that's there for you. She would say to me, you know, even when she did move to Sydney and she was trying to like cope with public life, because she she's naturally a very shy person and very like she, she gets so nervous about anything public. Mm. And so, she, she would be like, you deserve someone that, that can handle this better and that like someone that's going to be better for you. And so it's just a reminder um, to her, especially during those early stages that, you know, if you think that there's someone better for me, then you'll never, you can preach that all you want, but you'll never make me a believer because there's a reason why we've stuck this out. And, oh. and um, yeah, so that's basically what it's about. Oh, that just, that really hit me in the feels. Like what, it's one thing to listen to your song and just sort of feel those emotions, but just to hear the backstory from you, it just, uh, it just, it really hit me in the feels. And I just, I feel like <laughs> you and Jules are just like the most, you know, iconic Australian couple. Like, I feel like you're like royalty for us. If any, if anyone that we can look <laughs> for, if, if there's anyone in the country we can look for for inspiration and love, it's, it's Guy and Jules Sebastian. I think I think there's also Nicole and Keith. Of course, are, who, of course, Nicole and Keith. When I think about a royal, when I think about Australian royalty, I, I don't know. I'm I'm lucky enough to share a stage with one of them. Nicole and Keith are such a beautiful couple and they so are. humble and, and kind. And um, 
Yeah, it, it look the thing that you know people look at public figures and their relationships and assume that it's different to theirs. The only difference is the you know just our, our jobs really, and mm. and otherwise we're the same as everyone. You know, we have Absolutely. we have our times, especially right now. We're all forced to be in each other's space in lockdown, and and you know we're homeschooling. We've got. You know, we're, we're all having blues that that we would n not normally have, and um, I, 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 I'm yeah, we are no better than any other couple as far as <laughs> as far as our, our dynamics go. You know, we've been together for 22 years now. Oh, wow! <laughs> and so wow, I was a teenager when we first got together, um, and I would say the reason we're still together is because we're. We're really good at talking, yeah. really, really good at communicating. We never, ever let anything get away from us. And um, I'm, a, I'm a big talker. Like, I can't handle going <laughs> oh, to you bed and me both. someone's upset with me. It's just I can't. I cannot sleep. It's like, no, no, this isn't resolved. It has mm -hmm. to be resolved. And so it's quite, it's painful for Jules sometimes because I have to over-talk and get to the end of the issue. But we <laughs> always resolve. We always resolve stuff. So Look, yeah. you, it's just you and I are alike. I have that same mechanism too. So I know exactly what you're talking. You, you speak in my language here, Guy. But look, Believer, it's the seventh single off his latest album, Truth. Um, check it out right now on Apple Music and Spotify. The music video as well is out. And it's just, it's really powerful, really emotive. You're going to absolutely love it. Guy Sebastian. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're a gentleman. Thank you so much, Brandon. All right, stay with me. Power Pick coming up in the next five. The battle between two songs. Will it be Miley Cyrus and her 2008 bop, See You Again? Or Enrique Iglesias and Pitbull? We'll tally up the votes next on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio and declare a winner. And Melanie Bracewell, 15 minutes away at Coast. On air with Brandon Atkins. Power pick. Power pick. It's the ultimate battle between two songs. To get involved, make sure you follow me on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio. That's your ticket to, like, get involved with the show tonight. And, I mean, if you want an insight into my personal life, I suppose, make sure you follow me there. Uh, look, I, uh, I'm a bit torn between tonight's options. Miley Cyrus, See You Again from 2008. Huge vibe, that song. Up against Enrique Iglesias and Pitbull, I like it, from 2011. Both are, like, amazing songs in my eyes, so it'd be very difficult for me to choose. But it's 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 not up to me to choose. It's up to you guys to choose. So let's head to the votes now. And it's an absolute whitewash. 85% of the vote to 15%. Miley Cyrus is your winner tonight, Australia. I mean, I could have seen that coming from a mile away. I mean, every time you see old school Miley, you just... You just want to have a bounce to it. So let's do it now here at Coast FM. Uh, comedian Melanie Bracewell phoning through next to chat about the cheap seats and Joel Corey taking over in about 25 minutes here at Coast. I got to see you again. Showers on the coast this weekend. This is the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. 20 to 7 around Australia. Melanie Bracewell's here. I see you, baby. She's got the brand new show, Cheap Seats, on Tuesday nights on Channel 10, Encore on Saturday night on 10 and 10 Play On Demand. Melanie Bracewell, hello, how are you? I'm so good. I'm um, thriving. You're thriving. What are you thriving on today? 
Oh, I've just had a coffee, so I'm 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 right in the right mood to do a, a perfect radio interview. Oh. Um, no pressure on you, but oh. this is gonna this is gonna make or break me. I feel like there's a common theme with the show tonight because I just had Guy Sebastian on, and he too just had a coffee, and I feel like I'm missing out on this you know this coffee date that everyone seems to be oh, doing exactly. today. I feel like I'm missing out on this trend called coffee. I've never heard of it. <laughs> uh, you're in lockdown, Melbourne. What's How are you going in lockdown, first of all? I mean, uh, it just seems like it's never ending down there. Yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's, it's actually not too bad over the last couple of weeks, and I feel very bad for saying this, but I was getting very jealous of all my friends in New Zealand uh, looking at their Instagram stories and seeing how much fun they're having. And now they're in lockdown as well. So mm. it's, a, it's a big relief for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> have you picked up any like COVID hobbies? Like, you know, have you picked up like, something you'd never thought you'd ever do? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just a, a little gaming nerd. So lockdown is probably where I thrive the most, just uh, being forced to stay inside and play video games. I but love that. I've been getting really into Frisbee. Oh, and, wow. And sort of hour of uh, exercise a day, we just go out into the park and we throw a Frisbee. And it's actually, I recommend it. It's good times. What is this? Is this like 1992 when Frisbee is <laughs> now all the rave or something? It's it's going to be huge. No, I got, because me and my partner would go play um, Frisbee golf before lockdown. Oh, I like uh, that. And we got a little bit obsessed with it. And so now we're just finessing our technique um, <laughs> until we're allowed to Frisbee golf again. I love that. I, I've, I really, I feel like I'm missing two trends already: coffee and frisbee in the space of two and a half <laughs> minutes. I, I need to, I need to sort of lift my game here. Hey, I have to say, cheap seats. I am obsessed with this show. I mean, I got Yay. around the first episode, was hooked immediately. Been watching every week, and it's. I feel like this is the TV show that we need, especially at the moment. We need to laugh at the news. We need to have a good laugh about what's going on in the world at the moment. How did this show come together? How did you get involved with this? Yeah, it's it's one of those things where yeah, the news is so bleak. So our job is to just essentially try and find the little glimmers of hope and yeah, and essentially just make fun of premiers misspeaking. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it it's kind of been an it was kind of a quick turnaround essentially. Like the first time I got asked about it was this year. Oh, um, they wanted me to come over to Aussie and just do a few trials and things. Um, it was just Channel 10 had run out of reruns of crime shows. And yeah. So they, they had a slot that they desperately needed to be filled. <laughs> and we were like, we're available. And, <laughs> and, and Fair enough. Yeah, I sort of I sort of joke about how um, in New Zealand because the comedy industry is a little bit smaller. It's almost like every comedian gets a couple TV shows, you know. <laughs> uh, but when I came to Aussie, it was just it was kind of I was you know shocked at the, there was quite a few you know gaps in the market for um, young talent to mm. be able to. What am I calling myself? Young talent? My God, well, who am I? Well, you know, you're, you're young at heart. How old are you? You're like 25, 26? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm 26. I wouldn't say I, that wasn't the, um, the the gripe I had. I still would consider myself young, but <laughs> just calling myself talent just sounds quite cringe. I hate it when I see it on a call sheet. It goes, the talent. I'm like, well, oh, wow. Well, aren't, we all, don't we all tell, aren't we all talented? Well, we, I guess we are talented in some way, but I would take that as, uh, I don't know, I'd take that as a compliment, you know? You, you're, you're a big yeah. deal, Melanie Bracewell. Oh, I mean, it's it's very lovely. But I'm like, the 
the people who, you know, make my lunch, they are talented. I would not be able to make that make it, you know? I feel like with this TV show, is, is there, was there like extra extra sort of requirements a part of your contract? Do you have to do you have to be on I'm, I'm a Celeb, Get Me Out of Here next year? Are you a singer on The Masked Singer? Like, is there any extra incentives for you, Mel? Uh, there aren't. I wish there were, though, because I am obsessed with reality TV and I'm so competitive that I, <laughs> I would... Absolutely, if I had the time, I would get on that island and get myself in a giant baby mascot costume. I'd do them all at once, you know. Yeah, I would, do it. I just want to win them all. Yeah, just blend the sh- blend, have a hybrid show. Let's do it. Hey, <laughs> I, what's with your involvement in, uh, in the cheap seats, are you very hands-on in what's being shown on, on our screens every week or do you just sort of let other people do it and you just sort of, like me, just sort of, you know, waltz in five minutes to well, sit in front of the yeah, screen Well, yeah, I'm the go. talent. <laughs> uh, I'm the talent, so I just turn up. No, it's actually, it's, it's nuts. We do have a few... Um, researchers um, that help us out and watch things because we can't watch everything at once. But for the most part, me and Tim just, like, it's it's actually, I think it's unhealthy the amount of news that we watch to try and get clips for our show. It's just, I'm watching Sunrise at two times speed. It's like coffee looks like, it's like sounds like he's on meth or something. Like the, He's talking so fast, but I'm just trying to ingest as much con- content as possible. Um, so, yeah, we, we um, between Tim and I and the researchers and um, a couple of guys, uh, the guys from Working Dog, we managed to cover pretty much all of the news. It's an amazing uh, effort you guys are doing. Yeah, thank you. That's our, that's our thing. It's like... Uh, there's kind of a like what what kind of clips would make our show it's mm. it's interesting i always find it i get so frustrated if it's like a wednesday night and i see a hilarious clip on twitter that's already it's already gone out on the project it's already gone out on have you been taking attention <laughs> and it's like no longer we can't put it on our show and i'm like curse curse <laughs> that woman for walking into that door on that night we can't put it in the show <gasps> No, I, I feel like, I just for me personally, I feel like I would be so consumed with news. And, I mean, for, for, for you and Tim, you've got to make sure you deliver the facts and, you know, you're on, on top of oh, everything. That's, that's not important. Well, well no, it just, it just it, I'm, the example I just want to point out is obviously uh, this week uh, on Tuesday, you were talking about Geronimo the alpaca and, you know, yeah. what, and, you know the situation around uh, the poor animal. And whilst your show was airing, um, he comes it and um, I, I, I know I just don't know how I'd I feel in that position I looked at my I looked at my phone and I was like oh no that's the that's the that's the you know risk we play by uh, making fun of a, <laughs> an alpaca that is sentenced to death um, I, yeah, I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't I laugh I felt sad because I was like oh there goes any future Geronimo content <laughs> out the window I shouldn't laugh but it's just it, oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't help myself when I saw that like just <laughs> what are the odds like it could not have happened you know an hour or two later it had to happen yeah, at that time exactly. I know poor Geronimo unbelievable I just it's the show it's just it's rating well and everyone is loving it are you loving what's the response been like for you hearing it like from people you know in your insta dms or you know in the production company like it's just everyone's loving yeah. it it's so it's so nice it's it's been definitely a lot more amazing than i even expected mm. i it's kind of back in new zealand and i suppose to an extent here it's you get the tall poppy syndrome if i was 
and I think if like, we did this show in New Zealand, we would probably get a lot more shit. Like, <laughs> it's just that, it's just that, that, I don't know, some people just don't like seeing people do well. Um, but it's been the complete opposite. I guess it's kind of like we're on nine o'clock on a Tuesday and um, we're trying to, you know, get the young, cool people to watch our show and it appears to be working. And so I, I think we've kind of cultivated a, a, an audience that is, is nice, which <laughs> which is good. No, it's, um, it's you do get the people here and there that are, you know get a bit grumpy but for the most part it's just been overwhelmingly oh, positive who, who cares about them like this this radio show is meant to be you know designed for young people but you know we get the old, <laughs> we get the old, we get the old ducks that listen and i remember a few years ago i got compl- uh, 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 someone complained one person like an elderly person complained uh, because i was talking about a terrorist attack that okay let me just pre- preface this first i was talking about a terrorist attack that had just happened i was kind of delivering so like being like you know sandra sully breaking news and you know it had yeah. come through that you know unfortunately a Muslim, you know, terrorist group was behind it. And I made the claim, oh, it's such a shame, you know, how one in a, you know, one Muslim person can really sort of ruin and put like, you know, make scapegoats of that whole race, you know, which is mm. a valid thing. He took issue with it, complained, and I got taken off air for two months out of that. So that was nice. Wow, that's wild. Mm. I'm sorry to hear that. That sucks. Uh, it's all right now. Well, you know, I, I'm back and I'm still doing the show, so I guess that's a good thing <laughs> in a way. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just people like to write to the editor just to have something to do. Mm, you're right. It's, just, it's like a hobby for them, you know. They've got nothing else to do. I mean, lockdown. I'm surprised I haven't been complained more in lockdown. People are at home doing nothing. <laughs> no one said anything. All right, let's try say some controversial shit. Hey, how is it? Lastly, how is your pronunciation of a, of Australian premieres and, <laughs> and cities going at this stage? I you know first episode wasn't, you know, all too good for you. Uh, have you brushed yeah. up on the Australian dictionary? I... I have because I have to watch about three hours of them speaking every day. <laughs> but I just, it's its nuts. Uh, in, in New Zealand, we've got, you know, easy, we've got Chris Hipkins, you know, they're, they're quite easy names. Anastasia, Anastasia Palaszczuk, Gladys Berejiklian. I mean, this, it, you know, those are hard names to learn and I'm mm-hmm. proud of how well I did. Uh, you've done well, and I feel like just because of that, you're an honorary Australian citizen now. Like that's oh, that's thank you. that's the citizenship test. Pronounce our la- premier's last names. Bam, you're a citizen. You're done now. It's yeah. It's so strange. It's like in New Zealand, we've got such a rivalry with Australia. It's, you kind of are like our evil big brother or whatever. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm here, I honestly feel like a citizen. I, you know, during the Olympics, I was like, oh my god, Emma McKeon, I'm so proud of her. Like. It's just nuts how quick I feel like an Australian. Well, I mean, I'll probably get I'll probably get attacked when I return to New Zealand for saying that. But yeah, they'll, they'll probably throw pavlovas at you on arrival at airport. Yeah, or something. exactly. Well, look, Melanie Bracewell. Um, look, I'm loving I'm loving your stuff on Cheap Seats. You're one of my fave comedians in the entire world. Um, Cheap Seats Aww. Encore is uh, on tomorrow night, Saturday 9 p.m. Also, new episodes Tuesday 9 o'clock on 10 and 10 play on demand. Melanie Bracewell, such a pleasure to chat to you. Oh, thanks so much. Good to chat to you. Coming up next, I want to talk about how you waste your money. I mean, I feel like I'm constantly wasting money on fast food and irrelevant stuff that I don't need. So I want to put the call out to you guys. What's what's draining your wallet? We'll do that next. Right now, though, new music from British singer-songwriter Griff. Absolutely love this one. This is One Night here at Coast FM's On Air with Brandon Atkins. Oh. 
The hottest hits at night to live on the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Happy Friday to you. Can't wait for Joel Corey to zoom in in the next 10 minutes to chat about his new song, Out Out. We'll push play on that one too as well because it is a huge mood, that song. Right now, though, I want to talk about how you waste your money. DJ, turn it loud. Live from our Gosford studios. Across the central coast and around the world. World's famous. The On Air with Brandon Atkins show. This comes off the back of me saying earlier that I just feel like I waste my money. Like it just, I feel like I've got a hole in my pocket all the time. And turns out, <laughs> upon upon reflection during those songs, I actually waste my money a lot on Mad Mix. I don't know why. I'm just addicted to that and KFC. I mean, it's just so delicious. I just can't help myself. But I put the call out to you guys on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio and on our hotline, 43220072. What do you waste your money on? I, I, I really want to know what you guys uh, sort of, you know, dip it into your wallets for. Beth from Concord says frozen Cokes every day of summer. I feel that. I mean, it's it's a prerequisite of summer to have a frozen Coke every day. Uh, Ellie in Epping, uh, always spending it on food and always feel like she's getting conned into stuff, like to help buy friends stuff as well. I feel so sorry for you, Ellie. You need to stand up to your friends and tell them, no, it's my money. You tell them to go find a sugar daddy or something. Uh, where are we going next? Oh, Nick in Port Macquarie, gambling. You know, it's I'm partial to uh, putting $20 in the pokies from time to time, so I feel that too. Uh, Joe in Byron Bay, FIFA. You know, the Xbox game, FIFA. Yeah, you know, I really can't relate to that because I don't play FIFA. I play Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Alex in Sylvania Waters, food and coffee. Always paying like $7.50 for a small coffee at like a cafe. And I feel like everyone fills that pain too. Uh, Lockie in North Gosford, sweet potato fries from Grilled. Very specific, Lockie. I've not had these sweet potato fries. I, I, mu- I must have to uh, dip into that. Uh, Steph from Strathfield, her partner. Yep, feel that as well. Alex in Bondi, exercise equipment that I thought I'd used during the pandemic but haven't. Totally feel that. Uh, Reese in Ipswich, a coffee machine. A $7,000 coffee machine, to be precise. Now, why? Why would you pay $7,000 for a coffee machine? What's wrong with International Roast? I mean, I don't drink coffee, so I don't even know what's, you know, what the best coffee is. Anyways, I feel like $7,000 is a lot to buy for that. Uh, and Jade in Glenelg says crystals, like little, like, crystals that, you know, help add uh, 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 atmosphere to the room, like little amethysts and, you know, opals. I like that pretty cute. I like that. Keep your feedback coming through on 43220072 or on Insta at Brandon Atkins Radio. In the meantime, we're gearing up for Joel Corey to zoom in for his brand new song. It's called Out Out. This is what it sounds like. Yes, it does sound familiar to the Allures on Dance from like 2009, 2008. We'll play it back into this. Wait there. FM's On Air with Brendan Atkins Show. Tops are 24 around the Central Coast tomorrow. It's four past seven around Australia. This is Coast FM's On Air with Brendan Atkins, giving you the hottest hits for your Friday night. Undoubtedly one of my favourite DJs, producers. He's an all-round legend, Joel Corey. It's always so good to chat with you. I love our, like, six-month 
catch-ups. It's great. How you doing, <laughs> my man? I'm good, man. And thank you for the amazing intro, as of always. Course. And uh, yeah, I'm great. I'm I'm just got back from my beef, actually. So well, uh, this is what I wanted to talk. This is what I want to start off with because the last time we spoke, we had the lovely Ray uh, with you, and you know we were chatting about Freedom Day. It was it was imminent, yeah. and obviously since our last chat, that's happened. So what's what's the vibe like over over in the UK? Like it's freedom. I, I'm loving it. What's going on? Yeah, you know, I feel so lucky. You know, I, I feel like I've got my life back again. Um, I'm out DJing every weekend at different festivals around the country. I'm going back to Ibiza. I've been there for like the last five, six weeks in a row. Wow. Um, and I'm playing, you know, these records that I brought out during lockdown that I'd never actually played to a dance floor before. I'm now experienced in their moments and seeing how these records have connected and it's all I ever dreamed of, you know. I mean, this is mm. this is what I wanted to do, and and I'm back doing it now. So yeah, I feel I feel super happy, and I, I know things in Australia are not quite right yet. I know you, mm. a lot of Australia is still in lockdown, so fingers crossed, you guys can get open again soon. And oh. as soon as you get, as soon as you do. I'm on the first plane over, bro. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I'm holding you to that. I mean, yeah, you're right. With the last sort of two months, we've gone backwards uh, in our sort of COVID, uh, our COVID routine over here. And, you know, I think here in Sydney, um, we're going on 10 weeks of lockdown here, so it's crazy. But, I mean, for you, it's it would be such a surreal moment just to see how your songs are connected with fans and, like, even more surreal just to jump on a plane and just go somewhere else. Like, I'm just, I'm so yeah. envious of the fact that you could just go on a plane at the moment. Yeah, honestly, when the first couple of trips, the first couple of flights, you know, it was all a bit like, ooh, this, it felt like the first time I was ever doing it again. And, you know, it, it, quite a bit of, like, stress to go through, like, getting all the forms ready and, the, you know, the different tests you had to do and all that sort of stuff. But yep. I've got my head around it all now. I've got into my little routine of flying. And, and, yeah, it's been great. You know, it's been great to go to Ibiza. That's, you know, for me, my favourite place in the world. Uh, apart from Australia, of course. Um, of course. And uh, now nah, it's a special place I'd be for. So I'm very, you know, lucky to be out, out there every weekend at the moment, DJ, and getting a bit Loving of vitamin that. D as well, because we need the vitamin D. Like in, in, in England, there's no sunshine here. It doesn't exist. <laughs> We don't, we don't even have summer here, so yeah, it's, it's been nice going back to Ibiza and getting a bit of sun as well. Oh, I'm loving that, man. And look, you've brought out another bop. I feel like you just, you're on an upward trajectory. Every song you do, you just, you crush the previous benchmark of that song. You just, <laughs> you make things better and better. And, you know, you've teamed up with undoubtedly three other of my favourite musical acts, Jax Jones, Charlie XCX and Saweetie for Out Out. And immediately when I heard it, I went, now... I know this, Bob. I know this is a this is a reimagined of a of a naughty's classic, yeah. "A Laws on Dance." Firstly, yeah. why why do you want to reimagine this track? What 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 drew you to doing this one? So, story behind this one was um, I'm a huge fan of Stromae's "A Laws on Dance." I used to play it in my DJ sets when it came out in 2010, and um, it was a big tune in my DJ sets. And I had an idea a few years ago to to sample it, just have a bit of fun with it. Mm. And um, I was working on this out idea, as I said, for a few years, and then um, and then the pandemic happened, and obviously nobody was going out out. Everyone was staying in. It, so I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't release this record. <laughs> um, so I kind of put it on the back burner, and um, I was working on other stuff anyway. And 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 then me and Jax, uh, we became good friends. You know, he became like a bro to me, and. And we were talking about collaborating together, and I showed him this idea of of, of this out out idea with the Stromae sample, and he 
loved the original too. You know, yeah. had the same passion as me towards the original record. Yeah. And he was like, I was like, oh my God, right, let's do this together then. And, and I was a little bit stuck with the record as well. So as soon as he came on board, we bounced new ideas off each other and got into it, got stuck into it in the studio. And then, you know, obviously, Freedom Day was approaching and we was working on the writing of the record. And we were like, oh my God, okay, we need to get this out for August, you know, mm. so everyone in the UK, when they can go out again, they can go out, out again. <laughs> and, um, and uh, you know, top of our list of vocal, this record was Charlie XCX. Can't think of a better person for this oh, record same than here. her. And luckily she's on the same record label as me. So that helped a little bit. <laughs> and, um, and she and she jumped on board. She loves the record and nailed it. And then to, the icing on the cake, quite literally, Sweetie coming on and smashing a verse. And that moment when Sweetie comes on the record, it's like the moment where the club just goes wild in it. So yeah, it's turned into like this big party sort of Royal Rumble record. And I just hope everyone loves it. It's just there's a huge energy behind this song. And you're right. It just it to me. This screams freedom. Let's just get out. Let's just, you know, make memories. Let's just enjoy life now that, you know, let's put all the trouble you know, behind yeah. us. And, you know, I think Charlie and Sweetie's, you know, vocals just really touch it off. And, you know, you and Jax, you know, you've teamed up. You make such a, you've, you've made another, you know, incredible product here. I mean, what's, what's next for you now, Joel? I mean, you're on this upward trajectory. What's the next, <laughs> what's the next thing uh, lined up for you? Oh, bro, you know, mate. Well, I'm back on tour now. So I'm, I'm back doing my thing and DJing and performing in front of people again. So, that's that's like i've got some big tours coming up i'm off to america for yeah. a, a four-week tour so i fly out there in mid-september and i've got shows in la and vegas and new york places that i've always dreamt of going and dj and it's actually happening it's becoming a reality so i'm off to america um get back from america i've got a big uk tour lined up for the winter and maybe, hopefully, who knows man i might be able to get back out to australia oh, early next year we'll see how it goes fingers crossed and when you go well, I was going to say, when you go to America, you have to do the cliche thing and get one of those "I love New York" shirts. I'd, I'd love to see. Oh. I'd love to see you in one of those. I've already got one. Oh, great! Gonna... Fabulous. <laughs> just, um... just get another one to add to the collection. Why not? Why not? <laughs> oh, mate, I can't wait to get to New York as well. And like, yeah, just some of the venues as well that I'm playing in America are like amazing. So it's going to be a great tour. And um, and yeah, and obviously I've been working on lots of new music as well. So I've got a few more bangers lined up. I can't year, wait. Hopefully. I can't oh, wait. I mean, I'll as I said, I'll please do it. Because as I said, like your songs, you know, they're just, they're infectious. And especially now for us here in Oz, we want, you know, some, you know, some you know, uplifting music, some bangers and, you know, out, out is that song. It's out now featuring Jax Jones, Charlie <laughs> XCX and Saweetie. Joel Corey, always a pleasure to chat to you, my man. You're one of my faves. And uh, look, you stay safe and can't wait to chat with you soon, man. Uh, thanks, Brandon. I appreciate it so much. And listen, when I come over to Oz, me and you, we're going out, out, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm holding you to that, Joel. <laughs> we're doing that, all right? <laughs> all right. Catch you later, bro. Chat to you later, my friend. Hey, stick around, everyone else. A round of the E3 coming up in the next 15 minutes. We'll see all the top trending celeb goss. First date confessions coming up next as well. If you've got a juicy one that you want to share, hit me up on the gram at Brandon Atkins Radio. I love this fun song. It's just very 80s retro feel and I'm really digging it.
the weekend. Take my breath away here at Coast FM's On Air with the Brandon Atkins Show. Mabel's, let them know for your Friday night. This is the On Air with Brandon Atkins Show. We're about 15 minutes away from Jolly on Pitch zooming in. He's the guy that's reimagined dreams for 2021. The track slaps hard. We'll get that on air for you soon as well. Right now, though, one of my fave segments. On air with Brandon Atkins. First date confessions. confessions. These are my confessions. confessions. First date confessions. I remember when we started this segment back in 2016. It was off the back of a terrible date that I had. One that I will never forget. And I just, I feel like this is like a forum, like a platform where we can all share our painful experiences on going on dates and, you know, trying to find Mr. or Mrs. Right. And I've got a few confessions for you now to share with you. This comes from Elise down in Woi Woi. It all went well until the end where he hugged me goodnight and started swaying and grinding against me. I was so confused. And you know what, Elise? I would have been in that same position too. I, I don't know what I would have done if someone started swaying and grinded up against me. Uh, this comes from Joshua down in Penrith. Hey, Josh. Uh, girl asked 20 times a day of when I was coming over to pick her up and take her out. Yeah, as you do. I mean, not maybe not 20 times. Um, I answered each time. When I got there, she kicked another date out. The rest of the date was not better. So uh, two timing you, buddy. That's... Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. Uh, the next one comes to us from Celine in Maitland. He told me he doesn't brush his teeth every morning. Lol, game over. Bit disgusting. I don't know if I'd like that. If someone didn't brush their teeth. Just think of all the plaque and bacteria that just sends shivers down my spine. No thanks. Uh, and this is the last <laughs> confession for the night. This comes to us from Brooke over in Perth. Guy told me he was a sex addict during dinner, then took me to look at thrift shop art. As you casually do. As you casually do. Wow. Keep your confessions coming in. We do this segment like, you know, all the time. So if you've got a a weird confession that you want to get off your chest, feel free to hit, hit me up. As I said, this is the forum. This is the place. This is like Alcoholics Anonymous, except we're not alcoholics and we're not anonymous. So that probably wasn't the best example to share with you. Hey, uh, we'll do the E3 coming up next. Top trending celeb goss of the night. Uh, I want to do some new music for you now. This comes from Becky Hill and Topic. I really like this song. It's a, it's a huge vibe. It dropped last week. My heart goes la-di-da. On in now here at Coast FM 963. Happy Friday. Oh, one of my fave songs from 2021, Anne-Marie, Niall Horan, our song here at On Air with Brandon Atkins. Love how the song was inspired by Jason Mraz, I'm Yours, because obviously Anne-Marie and Jason Mraz dated and you know, classic breakup songs, am I right? But it just hits you in the feels, this song. It just, I don't know what it is. It makes me, makes me teary in the eye. Hey, Jolly and Petch zooming in in the next 10 minutes. Right now, though, let's do the E3. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Rihanna. This is Calvin Harris. Kim Kardashian West. Get all the top trending celeb guys. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. The in the E3. A movie starring Russell Crowe and Liam Hemsworth being filmed across New South Wales has been forced to shut down after a crew member tested positive to COVID. Um, so, obviously, Russell took to social media to share the unfortunate news on Tuesday. He also said there's a second positive uh, second positive positive case, which was also being investigated by New South Wales Health, just six days out from wrapping up uh, of the film. The film's been filmed you know, in parts of the state, including the South Coast and Kiama, 
Wollongong, Crown Towers and Barangaroo and at Sydney's Fox Studios. It is set to be released next year, so keep an eye out for that film. Justin Bieber is bringing his peaches out to Brooklyn for the 2021 MTV Video Music Awards. Six years after gracing the stage with What Do You Mean, Beliebers can once again rejoice as the singer is set to light up the stage again for this year's award show. Not only is Justin set to return with an epic performance, but fans will be happy to know there's plenty to celebrate since he leads the night of nominations, seven nominations as a matter of fact, including Video of the Year and Artist of the Year, sorry. Uh, also, I mean, obviously, just to a bit of a, an addendum, he's got his eighth number one single with Kid Leroy Stay, the youngest solo artist ever to reach 100 hits on the chart as well. What an achievement, Bieber. Well done. I love that. Uh, and the number one story, Tiger King reality star Carol Baskin has confirmed that she has sold the zoo, formerly belonging to her nemesis, Joe Exotic. Now, one of the uh, agreements for the selling of the property was that she required it never be used as a zoo again. Not clear on how much it, you know, she sold it for, but there you go, an end of an era some would say. Hey, coming up soon, we'll do the Friday flashback. Katy Perry teached us to be a little experimental. Uh, we'll also get uh, the fresh one from Jolly and Pitch on Dreams, reimagining Fleetwood Mac's classic. And he'll be zooming into the show next in about five minutes. Wait there. This has been your... Now let's get this party started. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. The Coast's number one night show. Brandon Atkins. Three, two, one. Hi, Jolian. How are you? Great to be here. Thanks for having me. No, great to have you. First question, I have to ask this. You probably get this a lot, but why Dreams? Why Why choose such a, a classic Fleetwood Mac song to reimagine? Uh, well, it all came about before the TikTok thing happened. Obviously, right. we've been in lockdown in Victoria uh, when the first major big lockdown was um, on. So I had a lot of time on my hands and uh, I'm known for doing a lot of cover stuff. And um, I've always liked the Fleetwood Mac um, dreams and uh, Little Lies and uh, Rhiannon. Mm, and good songs. I've actually done little remixes of, the, of those uh, other tracks as well. Um, but they're in my private collection for my DJ sets. But dreams, I was like, you know what? There's a track that I always there was a bootleg version of it that I used to play um, and I just thought you know after lockdown when we're back out there what, what's going to be something that that I can kind of update for the clubs and I thought oh dreams you know if I give it a little bit more of a, a clubbier um, backbeat to it and a, and a bit more of a, a club vibe you know that that should work people know that song and then I, I did that and I don't I haven't been on TikTok for very long I kind of only joined <laughs> you know, a few months ago. Yeah. But a friend of mine, when I played it on a hit indie live stream, he said, oh man, this is this is huge. What remix is this? I said, oh, this is uh, actually the cover version that I did. And um, he goes, oh man, you got to get this out. Like it's massive on TikTok. And I was like, what's TikTok? <laughs> and so then I just, saw that it, it just absolutely blew up uh, on TikTok. And I think having that blow up on TikTok definitely helped um, how, why Dreams is kind of blown up now, you know, um, through, you know, a good version that radio can um, identify with. The older yeah. listeners can go, oh, I know, I know the words to the song and they like the beat. And then the, the young kids, it, it brings them into this old song as well. So 
um, as much as I don't know anything about TikTok, it's it's actually been um, a blessing for the song. I I mean, look, three hundred thousand streams on Apple Music, four million streams on Spotify. It's the most Shazam song in Australia this year so far. Uh, did you ever and New, ex- and New Zealand too? Like, did you ever anticipate? such a huge reaction such a huge response to this song like everyone everyone in the world's loving it yeah uh yeah i mean um i didn't personally think that it, this would be the song to break me onto the commercial airwaves but i'm stoked that it has yeah. um you know for me i i've done plenty of different covers i've done michael jackson i've done uh red hot chili peppers i've even done the killers and yeah, right. lots of different covers and um I personally think some of those are, are some of my best work, um, but this just happened to be the one that stuck. And, I, and again, I think maybe the TikTok things helped it because that was such a viral hit. And and radio, you know, modern radios, the, the big radio stations don't really want to be playing a song that was made, you know, uh, 40, 50 years ago. Mm. But for something that has updated it, you know, it works well. So, uh, you know, it was a massive shock. Um, for me, when you know we got all across the board um, on Australian radio, and this week we've been uh, the number one most played song in Australia on Australian radio for two weeks in a row, beating the likes of Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber, you know, global Phenomenal. superstars who I, I never thought my music would be. You know, I've I've got faith in my music, and and you know, but I never thought I would be competing on that level against the pop stars. You know, yeah. so it's just crazy turn of events and i'm stoked that um it's given me the plat this platform to um get my music out and hopefully a lot a lot of people go oh you know who, who's this guy and they want to check out my other music as well you know it really open, helps open up my back catalog of music when i first like it took me about five listens of your song to realize oh god like the the vocal is very uncanny to stevie nicks like i thought wow this is incredible uh, what was what was the reaction like what was the feeling when you first played this song uh at the nightclubs when the nightclubs were open for such a very brief time what was the reaction like to the song what was the feeling that you know the song is out there and and you know people are reacting to it incredible um yeah um, the, the vocalist is uh regan Derry. um she was in a group called scarlet bow um she was on a lot of those TV uh, idol shows yeah. and made her name that one. I, I only met her through a, a friend of mine um, and she's got, uh, she's actually on a new TV show where she sings covers. And so um, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, you have, it's like a guessing game and you guess yeah. and she sings the excerpts from the song. So I said, oh, how's your Stevie Nicks? And she said she'd give it a go. So. Once I got her on the track, I was, and she sent me just a brief um, video of, of what it sounded like. I was like, "You've got to send me those vocals now because it's amazing." So once I actually took originally Stevie Nicks' vocals were the, the guide to the track. And yeah. I took those off and put Regan's on. I was like, "Man, she sounds so similar." So when <laughs> I played this out in the club, um, and one of the most memorable nights was. I did a Thursday night at Corn and Co in Melbourne. Oh, first time legendary. I'd ever played it. Played, first time I'd ever played there, and it was you know um, weeks after you know we got back to having people back in clubs and stuff like in, in Victoria. So when I pl- you know my first time playing it, I was like, I wonder how this is going to go there. And man, everyone sung it back to me. I was like, oh, this this might have some legs on it. And then when we actually 
released it and DJs from all around the country started sending me videos of them playing it to crowds and getting the same reaction. I was like, this could actually be kind of big. And, and the la label has just been pushing it massively. Wow. We got number one on the ARIA club charts for seven weeks. So that really shows that it's got an organic growth between the DJs. And especially with all the videos that I was receiving from the DJs, I was like, wow, this is, this could do do something more than just the ARIA club charts. And, no. and now this week we're number 18 on the ARIA top 50. So it's, 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 it's like quite the a, song, a deep in the music industry over here. Oh, you're right. The song's got traction. And despite the song having such a very summery vibe and, you know, obviously it's winter here at the moment, winter going into spring. For me, this song has like this element of hope behind it, you know, like where I can look forward to summer, you know, hopefully this we're back to a sense of normal normality, you know, we can be out on the beach. I, I, I picture myself, you know, cranking this on, on a boombox down by the beach, you know, uh, you know, down at sunset. It's just, that's the vibe I get from it. I get such a hopeful vibe from it. What's next for you, Jolien? What's, what's in the pipeline? For you now so at this point i've i've really kind of backed off on my jolene releases i probably won't put anything else out until next year mm -hmm. i am working on um some original singles with some fairly big australian um vocalists wow um because you know after dreams i've, I've got to come back with something big. Oh, of course of course uh, you know so uh and this, this is the the pressure i guess now is is, is to find that right single that that's going to fit for dreams. So I'm still doing remixes under Jolene Petra. You have a lot of music production aliases. So I think it's, I'll probably be rolling out a lot more music from them. I have a new one under my electric disco alias, which is uh, coming out officially this Friday. And there's a Jolene Petra remix on there. Wow. And I have my Jolene disco alias that's done a remix. And I, I've spent over a hundred hours in the studio on various remixes of this song. And, um, yeah, I hope everyone really likes that one. So that's kind of what's next for me. Uh, you're you're one to uh, watch on our radars because your music is infectious. Uh, Jolly and Patch, Dreams, it's, you know, everyone's loving the world over. Out now on Spotify, Apple Music. Keep an ear out for his upcoming releases in due course. In the meantime, Jolly and Patch, such a pleasure to chat to you. Thanks very much. Hey, coming up before 8, the Friday flashback. Throwing it back with an old school Katy Perry bop. New music from Eve's Caritas and Houseki in the next four minutes. Right now, though. Recently celebrating her 26th birthday, Dua Lipa's Love Again here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Doing it for a Friday night, Steph in Concord West. Hello, what are you up to? I'm just baking some brownies. Oh, so jealous. I can just imagine myself like driving in the area with the window down, just immersing myself in like the chocolate brownie aroma. Got some raspberries in there too. Oh, stop it. Now you're just teasing me. Are you able to like post one, maybe two, even a whole truck? to Gosford, perhaps. <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing. Sounds good. Hey, thanks for having us on tonight, Legend. Really appreciate it. Let's do the Friday flashback now. Friday. Friday. Flashback. With Katy Perry encouraging us to be a little experimental. Katy Perry as part of your Friday flashback here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Wrapping things up for this Friday. Thanks so much for hanging out. I mean, what a crazy show. Guy Sebastian, Melanie Bracewell, Joel Corey and Jolly on Petch hanging out. Wow. 
If you've missed any of tonight's show, feel free to podcast us now on iHeartRadio or Spotify. Just search On Air with Brandon Atkins. Big show coming up next week. Aya Ann and Pink Pandas chatted about their new song and Fumba and Brando coming up as well. Plus, if you're looking for love in lockdown, this is the place to be. I'll announce more next week, but just keep it glued to socials. Brandon Atkins Radio on Insta for, uh, for registration deets. That's all I'll say so far. In the meantime, handing things over to Rob Bradley for the Friday night special. Have a great weekend. Good night. On air. Ah. With Brandon Atkins.